Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Here we're going through our second episode of our Supercoach Guns. The Supercoach Whisperer joins me once again. How are we, mate? Hello, hello all. How are we all? What's going on? Not much, mate. Not much has changed since last we spoke. We're just doing the same thing and reviewing nearly the same team. So anyone listening that sends me teams, make it different. It is just Groundhog Day for the next few months for you, isn't it? I remember doing it last year and the teams, they all just sort of merge into one, don't they? I feel like I got dyslexia half the time. Like they all just look the same. I can't wait for four thirty, the uh, the Tuesday before game day, because I'm just going to turn my notifications off. I think. I think you'll have to. I think that's a throw off. <laughs> throw the phone out the window. Call it a day, mate. Uh, today we're going to drive dive into two super coach guns, and these are two guys that we're both really really high on. Uh, one of them is more stats based. The other one, he's more off the eye test. We'll kick off with the stats man, Angus Crichton. Uh, we've all seen his numbers. I think it's like an 85 average when he plays 80 minutes in the second row. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's uh, it's weird because obviously Robinson managed him very well when he first came. I think everyone was high on him two years ago and he just sat on the pine, sat on the pine and, and Robbo didn't mind. But then obviously when he got game time, he, he really exploded, didn't he? Oh, mate, it was it was unbelievable last season. And obviously, he spent time on the edge. He spent time in the middle as well. Hopefully, with Boyd Cordner missing, um, especially for Supercoach Classic for the first, you know, eight weeks or 12 weeks or whatever it might be with Boyd, I think he's going to be an absolute goldmine. Yeah, Crichton had one game below 60 last year. Uh, sorry, below 50. As an edge back rower, one game below 50 is ridiculous. And, like, it just shows how crucial he is um, to that reverse side. He's... In my opinion, he's a better version of Maddo, isn't he? He just pump gets through work and, and just has an offload in him, can find the line. It's, he's just he's phenomenal. 77% of games last year, over 60 as an edge back rower, a 54 base to work off. It's just phenomenal what he can do. And I'd be willing to bet, mate, last season he scored four tries. He scored them, all four of them, in a, in a two-week spread from memory. I'm willing to bet he scores upward of six or seven tries, if not more, this season. Yeah, he had no scoring points. Uh, rounds one, rounds... Sorry, yeah, he had no scoring points apart from two rounds. 
and they were back to back and they were 34 and 34. And we know that a try is 17. So you do the math, 17 by 17 is 34, bagged two doubles in two weeks. And, but apart from that, that was it. So it's not even like we're looking at him going, oh, we need those tries to get up there. He, he has a 54 base and um, that doesn't count for, for, for anything else that he does as well. Mate, obviously in this Rooster system, uh, you've got Orbison who's left the building. That helps his cause. You've got Boyd Corner on the left who's going to be out for the first 12 weeks or whatever. So it leaves a spot for Angus Crichton. Um, I'm sure Satili will be on one edge. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I was very high on Satili Tupanua. Um, I've said it before. Uh, Jared Weir Hargraves isn't getting younger. Victor Radley's coming off an injury. So there's spots there that need to be filled. You obviously got Isaac Liu, uh, Nat Butcher, Lindsay Collins, and probably Sammy Verrills on the pine. You, you think Sam Verrills is, is going to be on the bench for them? Yeah, I'm asking you, like, what, what happens? Do they start Verrills or they start friend? Or surely they're, they're going to carry a backup, but Lockie Lamb can play nine as well, can't he? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Personally, I would have Verrills in the side. Um I'm not sure how they're going to go about it. I, I I think you've got to remember at the back end of 2019, like for me, Verrills was outplaying Jake Friend. I, I thought he was sensational. Obviously, a running nine, the game has moved towards him, but off an ACL, it's a tough gig, isn't it? At the end of the, at the, end of the day, I don't think it matters what the rota- Roosters rotation is. Angus Crichton gets 80 every week, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and the question I was leading to, do you think Angus Crichton will play left and Satili on the right? How do you think it's going to work? No, I think Crichton will stay on the right and Tupinor will come in on the left. That's what happened last year when Corden was out, um, which makes me really high on Tupinor as well, off topic. You obviously got Cleary. I'm uh, sorry, Kiri that loves to get on that short side and I think Tupinor could be a good pickup as well. But yeah, I think Crichton's a lock for 80. I think he has to be in your side. I think he's the best second row option this year. I think you're right on your um, on your edges prediction there. But geez, if something does happen that Crichton ends up on the left, my God, that catapults him into proper super coach superstar doesn't it yeah or it could go the other way he could fall down the Viliami Kikau route like he could just be used as a decoy play that he's so attractive that defenders suck to him so I personally just for consistency I like him more on the right but I can understand him being on the left he could score 200 points easily yeah fuck I, I reckon the upside on that left hand side is is so much and yeah I understand the the, the kick out argument but Crichton he's hungry man he wants the ball like I just I mean yeah yeah, even look at Tupinor when he played 80 last year on that left-hand side. He still averaged 58. So yeah. someone like Crichton could definitely could definitely kick on an average above 80 uh, week in, week out, but has the, has the ceiling to go huge. We know that. We know that he can find the line. So it's just ridiculous as to what that bloke can do. Mate, let's move to Cam Munster uh, off the back of an unbelievable uh, season 2021. The Premiership did his thing in Queensland camp, was unbelievable. Uh, obviously, the big storyline here, Cam Smith has left the building. We're 99.9% sure he won't be in purple next year. The keys have been handed to Cam Munster. I am really, I've said it a few times, I am really, really excited about Munster. Yeah, so am I, mate. People want to argue Walker had a better average, but... That was the best footy we've seen Walker play. And he still was four points better than Munster. And Munster had one leg. Munster missed games. It was a, a weird year for him. Cam Smith was still there. But I think with Harry Grant coming into the building, and it's just going to make the best for Cam Munster. We know what he can do in broken play. He broke so many New South Wales fans' hearts in game three. Like, just a freak of nature, what he can do with the footy. Mate, if you're not going Cam Munster, who else would you be going at six if, if it's not Cody Walker as well? Or are, are those two the only two real options there? 
I've kept this real close, but it's starting to come out more now that people have seen my team. I'm high on Dylan Brown too. So I'm I running, saw this the I'm, other day, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm running Munster Brown. I found the cash to, to find those. Eels have a fantastic draw to start with. Dylan Brown loves to get through uh, some base stats too. So I'm running those two, but I did experiment with running Walker and Munster. But what put me off those is South play Melbourne round one. So I'm just a little bit scared that those two could get 20 and it starts me off on a bad front. Mate, you were very high on uh, my boy Matty Moylan a few weeks ago. He's uh, he's not making the side now. No, he's. Uh, it's not that he hasn't made the side. It's just that I there's so little depth in the halves this year, and I just want to stack them with with guns. Like at the moment, I've got Cleary, Jamal Fogarty, Munster, Brown. Obviously, there's very little stocks in terms of cheapy halves. Um, people are running uh, Sam Walker, but as you and I probably both know, he's not going to get the start anytime soon. You can run Munster. Uh, you can run Moylan, but obviously. He, he has if you're gonna run Moylan it has to be at 5'8 I think you, you can't really run him at fullback but yeah I was high on him that was when I had a stacked front row as well but now I've dropped back on my front row option so unfortunately my, my boy Moylan has to miss out I feel personally offended to be honest with you well I said I said before he'd be less than 10% ownership and I needed to get into that so I needed to make sure it drops below that I can't be the cause to make it go over very very confident there <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just like I said, it's just it's so it's so hard, isn't it? Like I'm I'm running to um turbo as well, and those two could just fall apart in the same week. So I'm stuffed there. So I, if I'm going to have one liability, I'd much rather it be turbo. Yeah, fair shout, mate. I think uh, the man we we're talking about, Cam Munster. I think he's going to be a must-have this year. I just I can't especially, see him improving out of sight. Well, if he does goal kick, there is the potential of that. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we both uh, jumped the gun on an Instagram post the other day, and uh, turns out Munster was sitting in a cafe with his with his wife in Queensland. So uh, there is the potential that he still could be goal kicking here. Well, that's the thing. Like, didn't he was he the kicker when Smith went down? I think he kicked one or two, and Pappenhausen may kicked another one. So it's hard. Like Bellamy's not going to let us know either, will he? No. And the thing is, you had Munster on one leg last year, so. You know, there's a chance he didn't kick because of that. But then there was a couple of games where he did take it off Pappenhausen. But Pappenhausen had his Achilles injury, of course. So it really, you could make a strong argument for both sides. At the moment, I'm probably leaning 60% to Pappenhausen, 40% to Munster. But it really could go either way, and I wouldn't be shocked. I can't wait for trials when they both kick the exact same amount of goals, and we have zero idea on what's happening. I can't wait. Oh, mate, I, I, I'm confident we won't know until they score their first try in round one who's going to kick the thing, to be honest with you. I don't think they know either. <laughs> Probably not. And you know what? It wouldn't fuss them in the slightest, and it's causing absolute chaos for all of us super coaches. Imagine that. Imagine imagine the biggest talk of the... Uh, obviously, like crowds are going to start coming back this year and, and the NRL's looking back on the up, but the biggest talking point is who kicks goals for, for Melbourne. <laughs> and, mate, it is going to make or break some draft teams too. It is going to be so important... I mean, if it's confirmed that Pappenhausen is going to be goal-kicking, like his classic stocks, they must skyrocket. Yeah, I mean, you're the draft expert. If if, if Pappenhausen's named as like a, a kicker, does he become a top three, top five option? Uh, potentially top five. The, the only worry is how slow he started last year. Um, I probably wouldn't take him top five, but geez, if he was there at six or seven, it'd be hard to leave on the board, I think. Well, he, he becomes a better prospect than Trevojevic. Obviously, we know what, what Turbo is going to be like. Turbo can go off for, for huge. But if Pappy's goal kicking, I, I think that puts him as probably the second best option at fullback. But like you said, I don't think, I don't think we're going to know until that, that first try scored round one, unfortunately. Jeez, that is a big call, Pappenhausen, with goal kicking over Turbo far out. You don't think so? Oh, mate. Turbo is... he. Uh, 
I've always thought if you've got Tom Trojevic and he's playing during the final series, mate, there's a 40% chance you win that competition straight away. He is just something else. He's a guy that he can just create something out of absolutely anything for himself. I feel like Pappenhausen, the team, does need to be on the front foot for him to still score well. And don't get me wrong, he's playing for the Melbourne Storm, so let's be honest here, he will be on the front foot a lot. But I'd be much more confident going into games with Tommy Turbo if he's playing than, than Pappenhausen for me. They're just, they're just different players. Like, one yeah. pushes through the middle, one's a ball player. I think Turbo at his peak could average sort of 80-85, but Pappy at his peak could average 75, and with goal kicking, that could push him up. That's only two and a bit kicks a game, so it's it's good. Like, if you, I'm running both of them, so I'm happy either way. No, I, I think it's a winning ticket going with uh, Pappy and Turbo there. Mate, thanks for joining us again. Angus Crichton, Cameron Munster, two serious guns that I think every side should have. What have we uh, What have we got coming up over the next week or so? What's been going on on the page? Uh, a lot of people hit me up for cheapies, so I'm releasing those ever so slowly just to try and keep you all interested. Uh, also be putting uh, this gun content we've spoken about today up, just a little bit more written stuff, more stats heavy. And we'll also be touching on um, more in-depth traps that we spoke about on the pod with more more stats and figures as well. So the Rugby League Guru podcast listeners get uh, first scoop on what's, what's to come. But if you guys want the more in-depth reading and, and stats analysis, then yeah, head over to the Instagram. And mate, I, I, I'm going to assume that most of my podcast listeners are already on it. But if they want to listen to the Supercoach Whisperer podcast, where are they going to? Uh, so it's just the NRL Supercoach podcast, currently the number one fantasy sports podcast in the country. So... Uh, I want to keep it there. And if you guys aren't listening, then yeah, I'd much appreciate you guys uh, head over. I appreciate your time once again. We'll talk to you over the next few days. Thanks, Dirk. Cheers, mate. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.